Speed adding free agents. Is it necessary? Can you get away with just one good one? We're going to tell you a bit more. Mark, we lost him. <laughs> <Get him. laughs> oh, we're having a laugh. This is a very, very early start. I'm not going to lie. Maybe not for you boys, but it is. It is for me. We had to drop our daughter off to her swimming carnival this morning, bright and early. So you got the you got the trio, guys. Good morning. How's everyone? Yeah, good. Mark, Feel your good? makeup's looking really good this morning. Mark, move in a little bit. <laughs> Mark's got it. Mark's got a big thing on his forehead, so he's decided that he's actually going to use the Novak logo to cover it. He had a he had a thing burnt on his head. I a skin thing here. Ready? I'll show you only quickly. Ready? There, look. It's not too bad. It looks like you've been punched in the head. Yeah, the logo. It's not too bad. Thank you. All right, guys. This morning we are talking about actually someone had contacted me last week saying. You know, it'd be really great if you guys could do a segment on how many agents should someone be interviewing. And I actually think it's a really good topic. Don't you, boys? Yeah. Yeah. Yes, Lisa. All right, good. So that's <laughs> what we're going to talk about this morning. We're going to talk about how many agents should you interview? Um, do you need to interview multiple agents? And what should the outcome be? What are people looking for? So lots to cover this morning. We're also going to talk about if you're a real estate agent and your mum selling, mum and dad are selling their property, do you need to get another agent through aside from yourself? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Mr. And Mrs. That's Drury. a tricky one. <laughs> Mr. <and> Mrs. Drury. <laughs> I tell you what, They'll on that watching. note, on that note, I actually reckon um, sometimes I'll hear people say, oh, we're going to go with blah, blah, because they're a really good friend. And I'm like, oh, my God, it's almost like kind of watching a, a car crash in slow motion. And often they'll reach out to me after a couple of months. They're like, didn't go very well. Um you know, we didn't get the service that we were looking for or, you know, that it just it just didn't go well. It was kind of like mixing oil and water. But I don't think we'll dab along whether or not you should be selling I think it's all right if you use family and friends, but they've got to be a specialist at, their, at, at it. So, you know, if you've got a friend that's an ear, nose and throat surgeon and they're the best in the business, then that's who you go to. But you just don't go to a doctor to fix something. Yeah, like, I don't know, like if they are the best in that core area in that business... That's the one. And also, if you're an agent, should you sell your own property? Because no. we, we, we sold not that long ago. We we didn't sell it ourselves. No. Well, we, a couple of times we haven't done it ourselves. Yeah, we we, um, we ended up using another agent. But it wasn't in our core area, though. No, that's yeah. exactly right. Yeah. yeah. But I think also it's just the emotional part of it. Like you can imagine you've got someone walking through your property and they're going, it's awful. I mean, look at the way they've got this furnished. And you're thinking, <laughs> Really? my home <laughs> i don't know how i don't know how to go down all right so billy what do you reckon billy get in here billy looks like here. he's billy I'm looks here. like he's um standing in between mum and dad well, ready for a ready for a school portrait or something oh, I just show my thing. where um oh yeah what do you reckon billy yes. how many agents how many agents should what what do you, what do you think the norm well, is? i think the first part is is it necessary um i think a lot of people like the number three as a um reassurance I got three to, to the number to the to the, you know the set of numbers they've been given. So, it, I guess it's um, if people are looking for a realistic quote and all three sets of numbers come in at a similar range, then um, 
then you know you're kind of on the money. If you've got one that's drastically high and one drastically low, then you know that's I think where people question themselves a bit. Do you reckon the number's three? Um, for a lot of people, yeah. Um, but can you get away with good one good one? Absolutely. Um, so you think your parents should get through one, one more real estate agent? Look, that's mum and dad's decision. I'm just here to put our service forward. Um, but I think alongside price, people are also comparing commission, and that's what we spoke yeah. about earlier. Yeah, yeah. So what are people looking for? So I think it's a unanimous um, response that most vendors out there are looking at three agents. I think any more than three might just be a little bit too much. I remember I went to a listing presentation about 12 months ago and um, I, it, I actually didn't sell a huge amount in, in this particular area, but I walked in and I saw eight listing presentations on their dining room table. Yeah, and I remember saying to those vendors, are they all, before we'd even started, I was like, are they all lot. listing, it's a huge amount. Um, and I was that's, like, are they all like, listing presentations? It's like yeah. eight hours of work. Oh, and then some. An hour and agent. And yeah. then some. Yeah. And they're like, yeah, they are. And I said, guys, you don't need another listing presentation. And I actually moved my preso to the site, my presentation to the site. And I said, what, what are you actually, what are you looking for? What's been missing out of all of those eight agents? And what are they not able to, what were they not able to offer you? And they said that no one actually bothered to ask what it was that we needed. Most agents were just sitting there talking about either how great they were how much they'd sold in the area, how many awards they'd won. Um, they actually didn't stop for a moment to ask the vendor what it was that they needed. Um, and often I, I think that's, you know, that, that can be what's missing when these uh, vendors are looking at three plus more agents. So how many would you get, Lise? Um, look, it really depends. I mean, if you look at our, so. I hate that word, depends. No, I've decided this year the word I dislike <laughs> the most is depends. <laughs> is it? my yeah. hump day. Yeah. Um, the, okay, so we did not interview a number of agents. We went with one agent. Um, That's true. Yeah, because this particular agent did an enormous amount of sales in the area. She had just sold, a very well-known agent. She Two had just up. sold a couple of doors up. Yeah. And um, the trust was there. I think that's a really big thing. So for us, it wasn't commission. Everyone's looking for different things, guys. But for us, it wasn't commission. Um, it was just the result that could be achieved and the confidence and the trust. They were the major factors for the us. database that they had that buyer on their yeah. books in that circle that they were working. Yep. Billy, how many, what do you reckon your number is? I think if it was my first time selling, I'd get two. I'd get two. I'd get yeah, your your person that you instantly gravitate to, and that might be the family or friend recommendation. And then I'd hop on um, realestate.com and just look who's doing the most business in your suburb. Good and if, advice. And if you can get two, then you're getting that you're getting the person that you feel like you've already got that trust there with, and then someone there that's got proven results. I think that's enough. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I reckon for me two to three, but it's more the information I'm seeking. So I want to be. I think that REA, the realestate.com search is a clever one. Um, you sort of probably already know in your core area who's the um, who's the dominator as well. So I think through signboards, through realestate.com, through what's in your letterbox, solds, uh, yeah. you know, you sort of I got agree. conversations yeah. with friends and family who does a lot in the area. 
that's a nice guy, they're um, a nice guy, that sort of stuff. A couple of tips, guys. If you are out there and you're interviewing multiple agents, you well, would... just cut me off. Oh, did I? <laughs> you should be used to it, Mark. <laughs> 25 years of marriage. <laughs> <laughs> Talk. <laughs> Silence. Don't get poor Billy in the middle of all of this. Um, that was a cutoff. <laughs> we should do it past the, past the microphone. <laughs> That's the microphone. Yeah, <laughs> That's yeah. it. But, you know, you should hope that we're all, um, we should be all coming in with the same pricing. And I'm always saying in my listing presentations, if an agent is coming to you and they've got a figure that is, far higher than what you know the the other agents are giving you you need to ask why mm. because we are all working with the same data so if i've come forward at 1 to 1.1 as an opinion of value on your property and the next agent after me is coming to you with 1.3 to 1.4 you need to be wondering why because as i said we're all working with the same data the data that i'm using at the moment really should be from this year the market has changed yet again. So be careful. There's a little smokes and mirrors trick sometimes that agents can use where they're using data from a much stronger market to substantiate why they've given you that higher opinion of value. So guys, you know, alarm bells should be ringing there. Um, and also commission should not be the driving factor. You know it what else? Not. I, I think just want to cut you off. You just cut me off. I um, just wanted I think, to reiterate uh, on that. I think it's important that um, a lot of people don't know what to ask when they have an agent through, so yep. they just ask about commission or they just ask about the price. It's probably the least two most important things on the sale of the property. The function of the real estate agent is not to value the property. The function of the real estate is is, is to find the buyers the best buyers in the marketplace will pay the most. So you sort of want the hardest working and how do you quantify that? Really, really hard, really, really hard. But I think naturally people, even agents, yeah. but naturally That's sellers nice. gravitate to, hey, you know, what do you, what's, what's my place worth? And hey, what's the commission? Because they're like, shit, I don't know what else to ask. But, you know, a lot of people don't realise, and I, I actually do flexi fees. I'm like, there's the range, choose whatever commission you'd like to pay me when we're done. Because if, if a vendor's so happy with the service and so happy with the result, the commission actually doesn't become relevant. You know, it really doesn't. And and the difference between, um, let's call it a, you know, 1.7 and 1.85% commission, you're talking about maybe $1,500 um, as a difference in commission. But on your sale price, the difference between having a cheap agent and a great agent could be tens of thousands of dollars. Mm. Fact, fact. I cannot tell you how many cleanups I do. And when I ask people about commissions, I'm like, you kind of went with the cheapest agent. You got what you paid for. That's that. You know that that that's sort of what I'm thinking. Yeah. Um, and then I want to talk about other agents in these. You know, when when you're interviewing three agents, and you've got other agents that are talking badly then about other agents, and I just think that's bad form. I won a listing a few weeks ago because there was a, another agent who came in prior to me that wasn't saying great things to the vendor about me coming in. And I was just like, that's just such bad form. And if agents are going to be talking badly like that about someone else in the industry, how are they going to be talking about maybe you and your property? Do you really want that person representing you? I've got more advice. Go, well, Billy. There's two parts to the speed date. There's two parts. The first part is around the table with the agent. And then um, the second part is actually 
walking away from that meeting and going to their open home or making an inquiry or love that. talking like a buyer would and seeing how um, seeing how that works. I mean, that's how the agents, love that. So that's Mystery how, shop. Mystery shop, the real love estate it. agent. So how the agent operates in an environment when you're not interviewing them. Yep. Well, how are they going to treat you? Making buyers? an inquiry on a property, a random inquiry is pretty interesting. We always, because we answer inquiries within nine minutes of, um, by email immediately on the phone. So we always encourage people to do that without using their actual email address like their their names really well that's it because you also want to know as a vendor how uh how is that agent going to treat your buyer so if the buyers put through an inquiry on a property on a saturday evening did they not mm. get answered until tuesday or were they answered saturday evening because you know how often billy it does happens. it happen where you know we've gotten deals over the line just purely because of the speed of the whole transaction yeah um that's a super it's super a commodity thing it's a commodity speed's a commodity as well as with you know included in good service yeah and look i i, I would think that the vast majority of vendors are looking for trust as a big thing it's an enormous thing mm. um you know uh, who's got who's the one that's going to negotiate the hardest what you know if you're interviewing three agents and they don't know the three agents and everyone's coming through saying well we're going to take the best photos and we're going to get you onto the real estate portals and we've got a great database if everyone's coming in saying the same things how's the how's the vendor going to choose mm. what are you doing that is just making you stand out that extra one percent what are you doing that's going to make that experience memorable for that vendor. Do you know what I find a good agent actually does? A good agent actually asks a lot of questions and like a dartboard, a good agent, will, when asks the question, they'll set up a dartboard with the client and they'll ask the questions about what's important. So it's rather than talking about themselves the whole time and I agree. how good they are, more questions. it's more questions about, look, you know, what's important to you in selecting an agent, where are you guys going? Uh, finance, like that whole, you know, learning about the client so they can mould the best service and the best products around that client, super important. Couldn't agree more. Yeah. And that's how we thanks came up with, son. yeah, thanks, Mark. <laughs> um, that's how we came up with our zero dollar marketing as well because, you know, when I certainly first came into sales, I was blown away that there was no other option for vendors except I will keep you on our website um, and if a buyer happens to, you know, come up through the database or we will um, take five to $10,000 of your marketing money and get you straight out onto the portals. But I cannot tell you how many times I'm in a mm. um, listing mm. presentation and the vendor explicitly says, we do not want to do an auction and we do not want to do a big campaign. We just want to test the market. So it's really important that you listen to the needs of your vendor super important you know an agent that comes along and all they do is auctions and they don't have any other option for the vendor could potentially lose that listing just purely based on that strategy is a really really big thing it's a really big thing um so you know again asking those questions it's really important what are you laughing yeah. at yeah billy what do you reckon i reckon just hammer the hammer the agent with questions and the journey past the appraisal so what happens with an agent is we call that the appraisal and sometimes it's one touch sometimes it's two touch so sometimes we'll come out with the price sight unseen and sometimes we'll actually come out have a look and then 
go go like come back an hour or two later with an exact price and exact product and services of what we do but having said that i think also as important is the journey after that um meeting with the agent um it's the agent holding your hand um the follow-up that they have with you the assistance they give you after that you've met them and I think that's that displays how they're going to be acting with buyers and taking buyers through that journey as well. Super important. Yep. But guys, do your own research. The great thing about our industry is it's so transparent, unlike many other industries. Um, reviews that you find online, and I love realestate.com.au um, for their reviews. I really do. They're all verified. They've got to be married against properties that we've sold. Um, but, you know, that speaks volumes. The digital interview is such an easy thing these days. Mm-hmm. You can get online, you can see who's transacting the most amount of properties in the area. There's a little tab on realestate.com. Um, I think it's on domain as well that says agents. You click on that, you put in the area and up will come the agents and how they rank in the area. Um, all the reviews are there. And then, of course, social media. So an agent that's coming through saying, we also do tons on social media. Are they just putting up a photo um, of a property and calling that socials or they're really interacting and have they got a really good tribe of followers there? So, again, you know, the, the digital interview is so easy these days. Um, and, you know, I actually think that's probably one of the best ways to assist you in choosing a great agent. What are the people saying about that agent? What, what do you reckon, Billy? Yeah, I think that's it. I think we've covered it. I think any concerns at the time of the appraisal, ask then in there. Um, follow-ups don't hurt. Yep, agreed. That's it, guys. Is that a show? That's a show. <laughs> That's it from us. Have an awesome week, guys. Thanks for allowing me in today on your Monday morning minutes. I appreciate it. Lovely surprise, it. guys. Lovely surprise. <laughs> yeah, really good surprise. Mark, we lost Mark on camera there. I'm here. I'm just doing a bit of socials as well. <laughs> um, Luke. Luke says sellers should be going to other inspections before they list with someone. Yeah, see, I reckon that's a great, I, I really do. I think the old good old mystery shop, that will never lead you astray. That will never lead you astray. I reckon that's awesome. I, reckon that's probably I love best, it. Best. Yep. Yeah, I reckon it's probably, yeah. How many people would mystery shop, though? 50%, Not enough. I reckon 50%. Oh, really? I reckon people would. Yeah. I reckon, I reckon people percentage would. wise, people mystery shop an agent. Uh, prior maybe 20 20 percent it's real not much Do yeah it. good idea though that's it thanks guys see ya see you lovely bye guys see you.